0: Now listen to Doug Hewitt-Mills.
1: Hallelujah. I think we can definitely do something better for the Greater Love Singers. It's time for the main event. Um, If you ever watch a boxing match, there are the undercards, which are the other things that happen. Uh, before the main ring walk and then the main event. Amen. Amen. And it's time for the main event. It's time to receive the word of God. Oh, come on. Shout if you're excited. Stand to your feet. We are blessed this afternoon to have our prophet with us once again. Um time to hear something that God has to say to you. The Bible says I have spoken by my prophets. Amen. Oh, I've spoken by my prophets. When um, we were buying the land, some of the lands for this church, there was a particular man we were buying from. He said he only speaks by SMS. So I shouldn't WhatsApp him. I shouldn't call him. I should only send him a text message. No i message, nothing. SMS. And so he will send a SMS and I will not know that he has asked me something. I'll be checking WhatsApp, checking my calls, but he only speaks by SMS. Sometimes God is only speaking to you through his prophet. And you have to be attentive. There's no other way that God's word is going to come to you. He says, I have spoken by my prophet. And today I believe there's a word for everybody. There's a word. And I also feel that the atmosphere is conducive for miracles. Yeah, I feel that God is about to do something supernatural in this service. If anybody came here sick, I came to to announce to you that today you are going home healed in Jesus. Your amen is weak. If you came here with any form of sickness, and how many of you have a sick person in your family you left at home? Raise your hand. Today is a day of miracles. God's servant is going to bring the anointing and the word of God, and you are going home transformed. How many of you have a pressing issue? It's not a sickness, but it's a pressing issue, and you need a solution. I came to announce to you that today is a day of miracles. Tell two people it's a day of miracles. Now, Jesus told Jesus told everyone He healed, Your faith has made you whole. Today you are going home complete. I don't know which part of your life is empty. I don't know what piece is missing in your life. Wherever it is, whatever it is, I prophesy and announce to you in the spirit that your faith will make you whole. And so before we welcome our prophet, I expect a miracle. I feel it in my spirit this this afternoon. I feel an expectancy. Tell your neighbor, I'm expecting God to do something. Today is the day of the supernatural. Today is the day of miracles. Today is the day of signs and wonders. Come on, let's sing, I expect a miracle.
2: Come on, sing it like you believe it. All over this place, sing, nothing is impossible. Those who believe and say, lift your hands and say, I believe his word. I believe his word is still the same. And I expect a miracle today. And I expect a miracle today. Come on, say, for with God. For with God. For God In the name of Jesus You are going home whole. Lift your hands and sing it For with God And with God Every promise Every promise Everything he has promised you And we know it We believe it in our hearts We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit Lift your hands and sing one last time And expect a miracle A miracle today Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say, Sing, I believe, I believe in His word. I believe. I believe. Come on, lift both your hands in faith. Lift your heart in faith and declare over your life, I expect, I expect, I expect a miracle. Today. Forward God. God. Lift your hands and sing it if you believe it I expect you God I expect you to speak I expect you to move I expect you to heal I expect you to touch Nothing is impossible To those who believe I believe, I believe, I believe God's word is still the same Lift your hands all over this place
3: For guiding us, thank you for blessing us. Touch every life today by your mighty Holy Spirit. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your great blessing in our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Now, if you have a problem, whatever, sickness or need, let me pray with you, Father. Touch and heal. Thank you for your mighty. Holy Spirit, that is healing and solving. Just lift your hand like this. Do this. That means God has it in His hand. Father, we place into your hand every issue, every source of concern, every crisis, every present danger we are in. And today in church, we pray over it and we thank you that it is finished. Ended because you have finished it for us. We give you thanks, we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, and everyone who believes says, "Amen." Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated now. Today, I'm not going to preach for long because of my voice. I've been Want not to preach for a long for a long time, so just a few minutes. Amen. You don't want you want me to preach for a long time. You want a long preaching? Oh, yes. 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 So, Mr. Microphone Power, give me good sound. Sound must be good. Amen. Now our subject is church growth so we are on section 3 of the church growth book the first section we had was church growth and a burning desire we did that then we did section 2 church growth and lay people section 3 church growth and pastoral techniques I think it was a rod and the staff And then today, we are on church growth and the wise management of money. (laughs) Amen. Wise what? Management. Management of money. Number one, how wise management of money can lead to church growth. Number two, how to manage offerings. And number three, how to improve tithes and offerings in the church. If you are a pastor, you should be interested in this. And if you are an ordinary church member, you keep listening. You know how to. And number four, how to raise funds in the church. All right? Now, what people don't realize is that a church is like a human being. You know, uh, a church... Is the body of Christ. So it's a body. So, and you are also a body. Is there a body? Do you have a body? Yes. yes. So, the running of a church is like running your own life. Do you see? The running of a church is like running your life. Operating a church is like how you operate your own life. And one of the things that happens in life is the wise management of money that God puts into your hands. You see, there is a fallacy and a belief that some people are born rich. Do you see? But some people, yes, when they come into this life, they have an advantage because... They have an inheritance something is given to them to get it but most people don't have an inheritance and then of those who receive the inheritance of those who receive an inheritance only 2% are able to add on to the inheritance according to what they say statistics so even those who have an advantage most of them can't make much out of it so when it comes to the life of a church it's like your life and so many things that are happening to the church as a whole are happening to you as an individual so when we talk about church growth and the wise management of money you might as well consider it as my life and the wise and my wise management of money is your life and the wise management of the money that you have because every church's life is a, it's like the life of a human being and so the management of the money that comes into your direction in this life is very very important so all of us need to manage our money well so, we have two types of poor people, or two types of people sometimes in difficulty. Sometimes there are people who rarely have a crisis, but also there are people who have had so much money. You know, many years ago, I heard an individual telling me how much money he has received as a gift. You see, when he said it, I almost fell out of my chair. I've never, had, I've never had anything like that before. Yes. And I realized that people have rarely received large amounts of money in their lives for various reasons. And then I also heard people mentioning the salaries that they earn. Salaries that they earn. You know, people earn There are people who earn a lot of money especially people who work in the banks you know and some of these other organizations international organizations and so on people really have high salaries and income you would have thought that these would be the richest people in the world but it's it's also the management of what God gives to you amen yes And that's how churches are too. You can have a church and have a whole lot of money being given in the offering. And if you don't use it wisely, do you see? You find out that after some time, there's so much poverty and difficulty. One of the signs that a church is uh, maybe not wisely managing the money is that The pastor has to preach about money all the time and has to um, always, it must be about money. And somehow the, the blessing is only connected to money. And also you also find that when sometimes the church is at a point, difficulty, you see that the church has to befriend rich people. You see, you always have to try to somehow be close to rich people or people who have an advantage at a point. But that is also, like how sometimes if a nation doesn't spend its money well, it has to befriend rich nations. Do you see? And then beg rich nations for money all the time. You get it. So it's like a nation. It's like a, a, your personal life, and so on. And if so, whatever the church has to do, you have to do. So what I am preaching about, whether you are a pastor of a church, you can listen carefully to this message, because when you meet with pastors, they mostly, how can we have more money to do? The work that we have to do when you meet individuals they're also asking how can we have more money to live our lives when you meet a nation they'll also be asking how can you have money to develop the nation and to make the road or to do this or to do that and so that's what I'm preaching about today and so church growth and the wise management of money You see, it always applies to you. And by this preaching that I'm going to preach, there are several people, only today's message will make you into a rich person. Amen. Are you sure you want to listen to my message? Beautiful. So, God is going to make you a wise manager of money Or a wise manager. Amen. Now, number one, when you want to wisely manage your money, all right, are you there? Number one is um, fulfill the law of Humility. Humility. When God blesses you. That's how to increase your money. Use it wisely. Amen. Once money comes into your hand, do you see? You must decide to remember very quickly. Be humble. Some years ago I went to America and I saw some brethren and uh, they told me that they were moving from where they were staying and they were going to a certain area you know and that uh, doctors don't stay in this area. But this area is a lower area there is a higher area so I said that when you were in Ghana this area would have been okay for you it would have even been a higher area even to arrive here it would have been a great thing but now that you are here you have seen areas which are not your level. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So straight away, you start to have other higher ideas of how you should be. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And one of the things that uh, people don't realize is that humility, the Bible says in Psalm 75, Verse 6 promotion neither cometh from the east nor from the west amen but or from the south but God is the judge amen. amen God is the one who will elevate you promotion doesn't come from making yourself grandiose Now, that's not promotion. That is ballooning. Ballooning. Yes. Now, the Bible says that God resists the proud and gives grace. He gives grace and grace and grace to the humble. So, as we humble ourselves, do you see, we are humble in how we see things. It helps you to maintain wealth and it helps you to add wealth because a lot of money is spent on how you live how you like me I have very little I I don't have I don't have anything to buy so when something is bought I'm happy like my bluetooth speaker was bought I'm going to buy I was happy that oh I have something to buy you get what I'm saying But you see that many times when God is blessing you financially, some ideas come. I must sit in business class. I must be in first class. I must drive this car. The Bible says, mind not high things. You know, I must I must drive this car. My car must have leather seats. My car must have air conditioning in the bottom. And heater for the bottoms my car must have this my car must have that I must be this I must be that I must have this I must be this I must be that and you find that in Africa we find out that that is where our emphasis is yes that's where our emphasis is I must have this kind of celebration this kind of wedding this kind of party the stand of whatever, because I have arrived, arrived. Because you have arrived, arrived where? Where have you arrived? Where have you reached? You are nothing. If there is a change or you lose your job now, what will happen to you? You should ask yourself. If there is a change, and all these high valuting jobs, there can be a change at any moment. Why is it that people have so much money and later on, I keep on reading in the news, oh, this person who was a footballer today has nothing, so people are trying to help him. This one who was this is nowhere. It seems he has been forgotten and so on. Many times, you see, you know, one day I went to Dubai and... uh, my flight we had about some hours so i said i've never been to dubai before so let us pass by so when i said they should take me to one of the uh, famous buildings that uh, the one that is curved like that goes up high so i went there then i said "Ah, this is the place so i said okay there was a shop there so i went into the shop and i saw some shoes uh, Huh? So I started to ask how much pair of shoes. I said, "How much is this one?" So thirty-six thousand dollars. Say whatever, twelve thousand. But I remember the number thirty-six thousand dollars. And I said, "Do so?" I asked the person, "Do people buy?" I said, "Oh, they buy all the time. People come here, thirty-six thousand dollars shoe. You see somebody with a watch, two hundred and eighty thousand dollar watch." It's a house you are wearing on your hand. It's a house. It's a house. One day I saw somebody. The person was sitting. The person was sitting near me. So I noticed the watch. Because the watch had a particular strange color. So I decided to focus my eyes like a telescope. get it and I focused my eyes then the thing became bigger and I look at it ah, then I said I was sitting there. the meeting was a little boring so I was just focusing on the watch so when I was focusing on the watch it got to a point I said let me google this watch and see so I googled the watch I was in the meeting they thought I was writing notes Like how some of you, you, we think you are writing notes and you are in church. (laughs) So I googled the watch and I saw the price. I think about 75,000 pounds sterling was sitting on the man's. I said, Wow that's a house it's a car actually it's a car yeah so it's like you've prospered more and it's like oh my my watch I must wear this watch I must wear these shoes I must wear you know if there is a change let's say you are a footballer and they say hey your schools your goals are not coming or you are injured what you will do yeah so whenever God ah you are now a politician you are now member of uh, what cabinet or parliament or something keep an humble eye because before tomorrow they can say hey, no reshuffling there are so many ways a sudden change can take place sudden change place So, you see that when a church has money, when a church God blesses you, keep a humble eye. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. And God is going to bless you. (laughs) Number two, the law of prioritization, priorities. Amen. When God blesses you, Everybody here, are you listening to me? There's something called priority. Bring the meaning of the word priority. Yes. Priority. What is a priority? A priority is something that you, you, you have to do in a particular order. Which one comes first? Is there anything like that in the Bible? Yes. It says an item's relative importance. All right. Bring another another meaning please it doesn't help Matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 seek ye finally the kingdom of God seek ye secondly the kingdom of God seek ye thirdly the kingdom of God seek ye first the kingdom of God amen so you see that even in the kingdom of God When Jesus was speaking, he explained the laws of what is first, what is second, what is third, what is fourth. This one comes first, this one comes second, this one comes third. So, when you don't know what is first, what is second, what is third, a house comes before a car. Did you hear me? A house comes before a car. When you finally want to invest in a car, that when people see the car, they'll say that yes this is a car of cars do you have a house do you have a house of houses yes house comes before a car so why is management of church money the church building comes before the, pastor, the pastor's car I would rather I rather have a church building than a car Because as we are here in our church building, that's it. There's no rent, there's nothing. I'm better off. Amen. There's no struggle. Hallelujah. There's no struggle at all. So all over, you may see the pastor is walking, but the church is being built. Amen. You know, sometimes when you go to a church on a mission field, you see that the rent for the church do you see is $1,500 rental for a building $1,500 then rent for the pastor's house $1,500 also then cost of running the church another 2000 whatever So before you realize, there are so many expenses and so many bills in the single church. You get what I'm saying? So the house of the church is very important. All right? The house is first before it comes to your spending money. Apply it to your life. What is coming first? Yes. Yes apply it to the nation, which one comes first? Yes. And you know, I don't want to give examples. If I give examples about the country, not this country, any country, <laughs> it's, like, it's like all the examples of the opposite are being done by nations in the world and especially African nations. Amen. So the law of prioritization. Amen. Amen. Number three. How to manage and increase. This one is how to increase what you have. Amen. The third key to increase, manage wisely is... Avoiding of debt. Amen. Avoiding the Bible says, Oh no man. Yes, let's put the de- definition of priority. Priority. Oh, put the definition you just had. It just came on. Yes. The thing that is regarded as more impact important than others. High place among various things. Right to do something before other people. Right to proceed ahead. Priority. So the thing which is regarded as more important. So everybody has what he sees as more important. <laughs> what do you think is more important? Alright? What do you think? Just as we said, every member, one, one bus, one member, for us, it's more important for buses to come to church than cars. In this church, it's our priority. More important than others. In your life, what is more important? Find a land. Don't work at this bank forever. Be earning, 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 earning money. Find a land and start building. Buy blocks. If you don't know how the whole that's how the churches, people look at us and say we have money. No, it's what it's, it's what with it's what comes before the other. It's what comes before the other. One time I, I met with some pastors. One pastor, you know, some pastors are invited, come and preach, come and preach. people like them to preach. Others have no invitation. Some of my pastors, no one invites them. Some of them, two people invite them. So I was standing with some pastors. One of them, he was always being invited to places to preach. The other person. No one was inviting. All the others, no one was inviting. So I asked the one who no one invites, do you have a land, a house? He has a house? He has built a house? The one who has been invited, they get dollars, travel here? He has even not even a land. You know, and you ask yourself, why? How do you manage the blessing that God is giving you? People have a lot of money passing through their hands. No one should ever say Ghana is poor. Ghana is not poor. Ghana is mismanaged. Completely oh no no. It's completely mismanaged. From independence up to today. We have wasted oil, gold, timber, cocoa, everything, bauxite, whatever. So even when we discover this, we discover this, we discover the oil, we don't even know whether it will be of any use. Do you notice any change in Ghana since we discovered oil? It's under president. Before that it was discovered. I don't know if your life has changed or anything has changed in Ghana. We, we, are, now, we are now going into uh, different types of problems. And you see, every time we blame, during the time of Rawlings, we were blaming colonialism and neo-colonialism. Colonialism wasn't working. This is new colonialism. Every day there's a new word that is invented to explain things. Yes. So, the nations can you say Ghana is poor? Look, the, I read in the news that Ghana is the largest exporter of gold in Africa. No, this is a country. That is covered. I I, I don't even know why they named Ghana Gold Coast. Because I don't know whether they knew how much gold we have. I don't know if they knew how much gold we have. Like the country is literally covered with gold from the south to the north. And it's also covered with oil. The whole country has oil. A geologist from England, he told me, he has done the research and whatever. He told me the places where there are oil in the country. I'm sure we will even be more than Saudi Arabia. Yeah. In Ghana, I myself have worked in the forest and I came to engine oil. Like the oil is like engine oil, it's coming from the grass. Yes. Myself, I saw it. They took it and said, oh, yes, oil. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, Are you saying that we there, we are poor? No, what has been given to us? That's why I said church growth and the wise management of money. That's the topic. So it's your life and the wise management of money. amen Amen. and the wise management of what God has given you so which one comes first which one comes first so in the church wisely managing the money so number three how many points have I given you three what is number one the law of humility amen Number two, and number three, the law of avoiding debt. Yes. I just want you to know that the Bible says, oh, no man, anything. Romans 13, verse eight. All right. Oh, no man. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says, I will bless you and you will lend and you will not borrow so it means it's a blessing to lend and it's not a blessing to borrow amen it says the Lord shall open you his good treasure the heaven to give rain and 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 to bless all the work of thy hand and when you are blessed what will happen and thou shall lend unto many nations and thou shall not borrow when thou art blessed okay listen no matter you know at first you know i'm you know i've been around since 1963 at first every time i listen to the economic whatever people when they speak me i don't understand what they are saying how many don't understand when they give speeches raise your hand if you don't understand you don't understand oh the whole church doesn't understand me too i don't understand And I'm telling you, when I was in secondary school, those who were, we were choosing between arts and science, and it was the top people who were doing science, and those who couldn't get science, mostly, not all, but a lot, most, they do arts. But they can't do maths. They don't understand a lot of things. When you say physics, dy, ds, they they don't get it. Those are the people who do, I mean... They go and do archaeology, uh, philosophy, linguistics, French, Spanish, law, uh, what? Dance, administration, uh, what? Theatre arts. Afterwards, they become bank managers and they become minister of this, this and that. Then they'll be giving speeches, and we, the science students who were better, we don't understand what they are saying. <laughs> ah, there must be something missing somewhere. <laughs> yes? And one day I read a book by a man who used to work, I think he used to work for either IMF or World Bank or something. And he said that he is accusing economists of creating words and making economy, e- economics a, a science that it is not, and creating words and making it look far more complex than it actually is, and thereby misleading a lot of people. And he said, like, for instance, it's just a simple thing. Somebody who sells pepper and tomatoes, and somebody who sells phone. And television, who will be richer? That's all. It said industrialization. The ones who make something, they are richer than the ones who make nothing. You know? So, globalization and all these words, these are all new. They were not in the dictionary some years ago. But today, people have created all these words and they make you feel. You must borrow to prosper. I'm telling you that it's a false and misleading doctrine. And that you will be wise to trust what the word of God says. That do not borrow. Even from the bank. One day I went to a bank, you know, somewhere, and the man was talking. You can borrow this, you can do this, you can have this. Then I asked him a direct question. When this happened, what will happen? Would you Then he said, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to answer those. Uh, words. Aha! You are not supposed to answer this. Because you know very well that you are trying to trap me into an evil thing. That one day you say, I'm not supposed to answer. Meanwhile, you are giving speeches as though whatever. And I asked him a direct question. When this happens, what is going to happen? What is this? Sorry, that's not, sorry, that's not my, what about, look at Ghana today. Today, one dollar is five cities. Tomorrow is six cities. Tomorrow is this. Tomorrow is that. Another time is this. The money is becoming paper. When Ghana started, years ago, we were at it one dollar is one pound. That is not this new CD. The first one. That became 10,000, whatever. One to 10,000. Hmm? One to 10,000. That's why all the old people in Ghana, when you ask them, they say million. They might say a million. million. One million, two million. That's what they know. <laughs> yeah. All the young people, the people in the church, people laugh at us when we say, we are no more. Ah, somebody came to Anakazo and he said, ah, if Bishop Dag has got money and he has built Anakazo, why does he want us to come here? To come and see what? That's how people are ignoramuses. Yeah. But I'm just sharing with you. When I heard Bishop Oedepo saying the same thing, I never heard him preaching. When I heard him saying this, same thing, people mock him businessmen and say that you cannot do business without borrowing and whatever. They mock him and all that. You know, but all that he's done, he, he has no debt. He doesn't owe anybody. He's finished on his way and he's built thousands of churches, thousands of schools, thousands of hospitals, thousands of what have you, and doesn't owe one dollar. Yeah easy. There are people who believe the word of God, and some of the richest people in the world, they don't borrow and they don't believe in borrowing. Borrowing has destroyed Ghana. Borrowing has destroyed many nations. Yes, Borrowing has destroyed people's lives. Many people who went to America just on the salary that they had, if they had believed God and not borrowed, and rather humbled themselves and lived step by step. But There will be multi-millionaires today, but because they went into debt, their whole finance and everything became bizarre. Yeah. You must remember that in the bank, there are people who are recruited. How many people have you got to take loans from us this month? It is their duty. The, The number of people you have got to borrow, you have to get maybe 40 people to take loans. Loan for television, loan for even funerals, they get loan. Loan for death, loan for cars, loan for house, loan for everything. Yes, and you see, so all of us who have gone for loans, if there are 400 people here who have gone for loans from this bank, it means all of us are working for the bank, but we are unofficial employees of the bank, because we all have to bring money every month. So we are all workers of the banks. Yes. So in the days of Shakespeare, what is the name of that uh, thing? The Jewish money lender, merchant of, merchant of Venice, Shiloh. In those days there were no banks. So it was the Jews who were lending. Well, the Jews believed that it's a blessing for them to lend and then not to they don't borrow. <laughs> they will not borrow. So there were no banks, but there were individuals. There were no banks, but there were individuals. So when a crisis like how? The crisis has come. Everybody will be angry with individuals. Mr. So-and-so lent us money, and he's coming to take our house because we haven't been able to pay him. So there were no banks, but individual Jews in France, in Germany, in Spain, all over. That is why, if you read my book on the curses, that is why every few years, they would rise up against all the Jews and sack them from their countries. The killing of the Jews in Germany was not the first time. There were several, several, they would announce all Jews in France, you are expelled, kill them, catch them. It was because in the end, The Jews have lent money to so many people. They actually own the whole country. And they are there. That's what Hitler was against. The Jews owned all the things. There were about 5,000 lawyers, Jewish lawyers in Berlin alone when Hitler came into power. And he now made a law that Jews could not go to school in Germany. And all young people could not go to university again. who were Jews. So today, bank has been taken over it's lending of money has been taken over by organizations with glass walls many of them are owned by Jews and they also give out money but you see they don't they don't say it in the in that way so when, when you and borrow, you see that you start to go down down why because you don't want to be humble and live in an uncompleted house at least I live in an uncompleted house I live I live in my father's hotel room for 3 years. David, my first son David was born there, Joshua was born there in the one room. Then I moved to an uncompleted house. I moved to an uncompleted house and I stayed in the uncompleted house for years I was building the house. There was no louver, there was no window, there was no even the floor was not I've not there was no concrete on the floor. We put the furniture that we had, we covered it. No vi- nobody could visit us there. It was an uncompleted house. When I, was, when I go to start a church abroad and other places, I leave my wife in an uncompleted house. Even thieves came there. Yeah, they climb over and they enter the house for years. So if today I say oh, I don't owe any money, somebody goes, ah, you have money from this, you have this from that, you have whatever, and so on. But it's, like, it's also the way I choose to live. I didn't see that I need to be here. I need to be there. When I went to Geneva to start a church, I was staying in a hostel like a student. I was a student. I joined a common bath. We all bathed together. I was a pastor. I'm the founder of the church. We all bath. We said, bathing time, we go. say so every cubicles. And toilet, too. We go to cubicles. You queue when you go to the toilet. By Friday, the toilet paper is finished. The toilet paper will come next week. Oh, yes. That's how I started the churches. Yes. When I went to Geneva and started the church, some members came to me and said, you can never stay in this hostel. We will not allow it. You have to come. I said, it's okay. I can stay here. And I stayed there and planted the church. For years, I was going and staying at that hostel. Oh, yes. Today, you want to come and criticize us. We are this, we are that, we are that, we are that, we are that. that. Slowly, 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 the wise management of the small, small, small that we have. And gradually, yes. gradually, we are where we are today. Oh, yes. So, you see me. One day I visited a, a, a rich man, and then it was time for dinner. So they brought his food. You know, they, when they brought his food, I saw that the food of this rich man. I don't think he's worth more than five CDs, because he has grown up saving money, and that's the food that he knows. So even when he's a millionaire, they still bring that same food. God, that is what he likes. Yes. But as for you, small, small prosperity that you have, eh? a restaurant you order a bottle of wine that is worth 350 pounds you have your meal you have to eat in this type of restaurant this type of whatever by the time you finish in a restaurant 500 pounds personally you see one time I was talking to myself it's not that I don't know riches when I was a child, I was flying first class with my father. I was small like this. and You see that I'm the only person in the first class with my father and maybe one other person. It's not that I don't know. Oh, yes. We, we were there. My Bible said, blessed. Your, your land is blessed when your king is the son of nobles. And he, when he eats, he's eating because of strength, not for any other reason. So I'm teaching you. And I'm telling you, the debt is an evil thing. All the arrangements they are making, all oh, none of them will work. None of the things that, nothing, because everything is fake. It's all fake. The whole world is based on fakeness. It's based on spending money you don't have. It's based on living at a level you are not supposed to live at. Is based on living in a house that is not yours and driving a car that is way above your whatever. You are supposed to drive a used car or something small. But in your case, you must be above it. That's the whole wealth system. You can go around like this. Every day you come up with a new word. You will either come up with a financial engineering uh, What? I don't want to even mention the current words because they are newly brought to Ghana so that you will not think I'm criticizing that thing. But what are the other way, equitization? When you owe somebody and instead of paying, then they will re, uh, uh, what, amortization. This, you know, these are all, I mean, wet salads. So, brothers and sisters, don't be impressed. Don't be impressed. Humble yourself and believe in God. Yes, believe in God. Be humble. Live a humble life. Yeah, live a humble life. There's no need of certain things. When the time comes, when the time comes, right now by the grace of God, I don't know which car I cannot afford to have by the grace of God, even people will buy it for me, people will buy it for me, people that I don't, I will just order it and bring it, yes, you see, I'm at the level where I can, but now because I'm used to, somebody was telling me I should change my pickup, I said, I am enjoying my pickup, because that's what I'm used to, that's what I'm used to, that's the the life I'm, I'm used to, yes, it's what has made me prosper, Yeah. When Benny Hinn came, I picked him in my pickup. I put I said, "This is my car. Sit, please, and let's go." <laughs> so the law of avoidance of debt. One day a bank manager came to see me. He said, "We have a church desk for lending money to churches, but lighthouse is not in our desk. We need lighthouse to." I said. You, you know you know already yes may God bless your hand, eh, that you will not borrow but you rather be a lender and a giver yes in Jesus name oh yes oh yes so, ah, <clears throat> it's time to buy an aeroplane who said it's time to buy an aeroplane I once spoke to a man who said when you own an aeroplane there are only two days that you enjoy it. I said what? He said yes. The day you buy it and the day you sell it is that the two days that you enjoy that, the thing. Because you don't know what you are getting into, amen. I think I'm going to stop soon because number three. Number four, the law of emulation. That's how to manage your money. By the law of emulation or the law of copying. Amen. Hebrews 6, verse 12. Be ye followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Be ye what? Followers. Copy a successful debt free ministry. Amen. Copy people that don't owe money. Look at closely at what they are doing. Yes. I remember a brother who decided to copy us he has a very large church and he was building a big church building and he said i decided to copy when i heard you say don't owe money he said i and his country is debt a debt country he said i decided to follow he said today he said all this he showed me i don't owe anybody by the grace of god he said i thank you giving that inspiration so look at somebody who is debt free in your life and genuinely prosperous, and follow the same steps yes I remember one pastor he was very close to me and he saw how I built a house and I moved into my house when it was not completed He decided to follow me. He built a house. It wasn't fully completed. He moved into his house. He called me and said, I want to tell you that I'm in my house today. I'm staying in my house. And truly, God has blessed him. Over the years, I've watched him go higher and higher and higher and higher. So there is a law. There's even an economist called Abramovitz. And he came up with the law of surging forward and catching up you search forward and catch up with those ahead of you follow that what is successful and catch up catch up few countries are able to catch up few churches are able to catch up because the humility the humility do you know how many pastors have asked me for advice about building do you know how many? Eh? Many. Do you know how many have followed the advice? Zero. Well, not, not zero. Some have. Some have. Most, most, Oh, I, maybe I shouldn't say most because maybe I'll be, I'll be wrong. Many people don't. How do you build a church? <laughs> how do you build a church? Yeah? Somebody who has done it, you wouldn't learn from the person. There are times that I've seen church buildings and said this thing it cannot be finished. They cannot finish it. Or at least they cannot finish it now. They don't, they don't believe it. It's like, oh, but you you have built all this. People don't believe. So learn to catch up. Learn to catch up. How did you get a beloved? How did you get a beloved? Oh, I came to Ghana. There are many people, they just moved to Ghana to to get beloved. Uh, Follow those who have inherited the promises. Follow. And God will bless you. Yes. Hey, brother, how were you able to build? Yes. Humility. Humility. Humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Follow somebody who humbled himself. Yes. And you will see, God will elevate you. Because you've humbled yourself to follow the hum- steps of humility in building, yeah. High falutin plans, big ideas. When God gave me Koligono, I said thank you. I didn't know anybody at Koligono, but accepted it. And Collegio, which is one of the not so best areas. Hmm? Not so what? Not so best. I was happy with it. I embraced it. That is where Yungi Cho came in the end. That's where Bishop Blake came. That is where um, Stevie Wonder came to the church. That is where uh, Pastor Wendell Smith came. That is where Idahosa came came. That is where um, Tom Dushel from uh, South, uh, from Zimbabwe came. That is where one Bishop Coleman. That is where we had Miracle Waves conventions. That is, where, that is where so much, this was what God gave to me. And I was okay with it. I was okay with it. But you, God will bless you with a land somewhere and say oh, this place is too far. I want a land at Laboni. I'm saving up to get a land at airport. (laughs) So, from today, follow the humble. You'll be surprised how blessed you'll be over there. Amen. Are you excited? Amen. Number five, follow the law of seasons. Amen. Now, seasons. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, there is a time for everything, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to harvest. Amen. This is point number what? Is it point number five? Yes. Everything is in seasons. Amen. <clears throat> Everything is in seasons. So, look, when the season comes, maximize it. Because it, it's not forever. There's nothing that is forever. When you are doing it, it looks like it will never stop. Let's say, revival at seven, camp meetings, uh, conventions, miracle waves, camp meetings, first life church, everything looks like it's forever. Kodesh, this, that, everything looks like it's forever. But everything is actually in seasons. Yes. One of the things I've, I've noticed about people who have very good jobs is that they, are, they lose consciousness of the fact that it's for a season. Yes, but because you, you think it's forever. You you live. For, you see, when you are running long distance, you run slowly. You pace yourself. If I show you a horse race, I can show you a, a horse. What's the name of that horse? Desert oh. <laughs> Crown. Desert Crown. Yeah. If I show you a horse race, I can show you Desert Maybe they'll find it. If I show you a horse race. One of the things you'll you, you find is that somebody who is going to win the race, he has considered the distance that he's running. Yes. And he knows that it is for a season that he would need to go very fast. Because when you are riding a horse, it's like a car. Even sometimes you see the cars behind. Yes. And sometimes because of that, they have teammates team or stable mates. And so when the race starts, your mates from your stable okay. will take the lead okay. to make others tired. Wow. It's a plan. It's part of the Even in athletics, they have it. So I will lead and I will go and people will be afraid that it is you are, I'll never catch up but your mate knows that you are just doing that to make people, it's just for a season yeah. but when people don't know that it's for a season they act like it's forever so my dear friend I don't know where you are what God has given you but I wouldn't want one day for you to come and say that oh, it was a great time but now I don't have anything I used to be here, I used to be there I had this, I had that. I was a student. When I was a student, I, didn't, I thought, I didn't know that it was just for a while. Soon I was going to be a grown up. Some of you are students, you are richer than you will be when you work. But you don't know. Workers are poor, students are rich. I know you don't believe it. <laughs> oh, yes. When you don't have children, it's a season. You'll be praying for children. When the children come, expenses will come. Yes. Different bills. Different things will come. So see it as a season. And what do you do in the season? In the season that you have money, you build quickly. Yes, because when the time comes when you don't have money. A building is what takes all your money think about ghana ah no one ever thought pandemic would come hmm? even though the pandemic did not affect ghana it is blamed for many things but the true facts are on the ground pandemic did not affect ghana the number of people who died from the pandemic about thousand something total it did not i did not affect this country genuinely, but it is blamed that far more people die by road traffic accidents in that year. Yeah. Far more. I have the figures. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Then no one was expecting Ukraine war, and now the Ukraine war is, 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 is even now becoming something. Yes, every everybody who fought in the Second World War has come back. That we are a part of it, especially the Germans. Germany, when after the Second World they said Germany must sign that they will never fight a war again. They shouldn't ever build arms. Not knowing that they have made more arms. Their tanks, their tanks are the wildest tanks, Leopard Two. In the Second World War, the, 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 the tanks were called Panzer, Panzer tanks. Yes, but now it's called Leopard 2. Yeah. Yes. They <laughs> are back. Are back. <laughs> now, nobody expected Turkey. Mm-hmm. Earthquake. Yeah. 40 seconds. 85,000 apartments came down in 45 seconds. 85,000. Hmm? so it's for a season but the season will change so everybody who how many people have a good job raise your hand look God is speaking to you this is a prophecy you have a good job raise your hand the rest of you don't have any good job okay God bless you all how many are believing God for a good job ah you are believing but you don't have are for a better job. So it's not a good job. It's a good job. Yeah. Yes. You may not think you don't have a good job. You see, that's also a problem in your mind. You don't appreciate what you have. Yes. That's why I say you don't have a good job. Yeah. It's for a while. Then the time will come. The time will come When the season will come, when certain things are possible in your life. Yes. Today you may be wearing your sister's dress. And the shoes that you wear is another shoe from somewhere. Makola shoe for four cities. How much is the shoe at Makola? Five cities, ten cities, four cities. Yes. And you want to buy shoes. Five cities shoes. The shoes are five cities. And it's working. Why don't you just continue wearing the five cities shoes? Five cities mean ladies shoes for five cities. Divided by dollar. One dollar is what? Twelve, thirteen cities. So that means that the lady's shoes is 40 cents. And no one knows that it's four CDs. It's five cities shoes. But now you want to change five CDs. You see, that's why people are not humble. If you see the shoes that they sell, you can't believe how much it costs. Beautiful shoes. Five CDs. Five CDs. That's not, not like you buy the shoes. 200 pounds. Three hundred and fifty dollars for shoes, but now your level has gone up. Yeah. You don't want five CD shoes. You want to buy from a cramor? Yeah. <laughs> How much is a cramor one? 300. 300. Yes. <laughs> eh? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 huh? you now you, you only buy shoes at a place. You see, that's why people, sometimes people who come from abroad, they don't understand how we are happy in Ghana. Because the truth is five cities. And it's working. When you come to church and you are moving, you say, hey, wow. <coughs> <coughs> you want to buy what? Yam from ShopRite. And plantain. And tomatoes from ShopRite. Wow. So that's why you see some people, they are okay in Ghana. They are blessed. And that through humility, you are managing the small money that you have. And for you realize, to live for the whole month, including buying shoes, this, that, everything, everything is working. Yes? Yes? It's very seasonal. And now that your season has changed small, not knowing really, that it may change again suddenly. Maybe you are married to somebody through the person. You seem to have a lot of blessings. What about if the person is gone? Yes. And there's a change. Yes. But you see that you may be leading. But it's for a season. When the season changes, everything can change. That's why you see somebody has $1 million today. And tomorrow he's borrowing money. Since I became a pastor, I've seen all this happen. Yeah. So look at your season very well. And that season, you know, every time we build in the church, build, build now. This is a season that we have money to build. And that's why we are building the churches. Yes? We're building it everywhere, anywhere, everywhere. It's a season. I'm assuming that it will end. So whilst it's here, I'm going on out with it. Yeah, that is my mind, and that is my heart. Yeah? So you must also see your season. If God blesses you and somebody favors you, enjoy the favor and take the favor as a season of favor, not an everlasting favor. It's a season that whilst I have this favor... It's a blessing. I'm going to use it wisely. And I'm not going to assume that I will always be there. And this thing will always be there. If people donate and build a church, I'm assuming that it's for a season. Maybe today they are blessed. They are happy in the church to donate. I just take it as a season. And why will I use people's money for? i to build God. That one is permanent. Not for things that evaporate. And things that are clothes. And sometimes you see some countries, the anniversary they spend so much money, t-shirts, t-shirts, this, clothes, this, many like things. That. You know, and it's like there's money for that, but there's no money to build a bridge to Dunkirk. There's no money for this. There's no money for everything. So my sister, it's a season. It's a law of seasons. Is that there is a law? There is a law everything is in seasons yeah and make the most during the camp I had my three friends where are my three friends Obed Daniel and Joseph yeah yeah that's Nathaniel I had three friends now when I made friends with them you know they came to see me after and they are my friends that I made from the camp, do you see? Now one of them asked me a very important question, because it's, it's a time that I am, it's a time of favor. Every day at the camp, I call them, every day, every session, I call them. So one of them asked me a very important question about school. I said, yes, I go back to school. I will pay for you to go to school. Use it wisely. I'll help you. I'll help you to do this. I'll help you to do that. To go to school, to do whatever that you have to do. It will be a blessing. Because I've never, no, no one has showed me that favor before that. I call them. I know you. Nobody knows you. It's a season. Don't assume. Look at so many businesses in Ghana. Where are they today? When they were at the top. You have to know that it's just for a season. No? The next business that's going to come and the next technology that's going, to, that's going to wipe out the other business. Every time there's a new technology, it kills other older businesses. Yes, it kills older businesses. We used to have uh, uh, internet cafe, telecom centers, many in the whole country. Huh? As soon as the mobile phone became this, you know, all those businesses are finished. Certain shops come, another old shop will go. We had glamour. We had glamour, we had GNTC, we had UTC, we had Kingsway, we had this, we had that, we had that. They were the main shop at a point, it's finished. So be wise in your season. Amen. So church growth and management of you see, people will give offerings in the church. Ah, the next thing, the pastor is driving the latest Nissan, uh, what, patrol. Yes. The latest whatever. So now you are a bishop, so you have to have this and you have to have that. No, no, no. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. I'm now in America. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, you're in America.
2: You're in America.
3: You're in America. America, take your time, Be humble. So that you look at people and say, But when you were in Ghana, this was, you, were, you used to stay at Milena, you used to stay at uh, 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 Bubwashi, you used to stay at Odona, <coughs> you used to stay at Odogono. You wonder. <coughs> it was not a problem. And you see some attitude that comes. So. remember beautiful number six a willing attitude creates wealth manage with willingness amen now the bible says in Isaiah 119 if you are willing and obedient you will eat the good of the land Isaiah 119 and 20 be willing amen And through your willingness, eagerness, you prosper. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. blessing. So, how do you manage your wealth? Amen. Willingness to be obedient. And number seven is the law of obedience. Obedience. Be obedient. To the Lord. Amen. Because your ministry is guided by God. God will bless your obedience. When people prosper just a little, they don't want to be obedient and willing anymore. So, in this last point, I just want to tell you when you're at your work, eh? Always, not just obedient to, be willing, like your face. If you want your boss to like you. Because, you know, as I look here, I notice some faces. Some faces are eager. And some faces are like dead. And when the boss is speaking, he sees the faces that brighten up to him. Yes? You may not know. But there are eager faces. Your face is speaking. Your face is showing that you are flowing, you're happy, you like it, it is well. Other faces are showing that, what? Finish whatever you are saying so that we can go. So I'm telling you, because you know why? I also have people that work under me. I also preach, as I'm preaching, I can see, you can see my face, but I can see your face. And your face is actually guiding me. Your face is making me like you or to dislike you. You may not know. But it's working you are being chosen by your face your face is the main thing your face is telling me whether I should stop preaching or I should continue preaching it's a message it's true your face is telling me whether you despise the wisdom that I'm giving or whether you appreciate it yeah and the Bible says and Kenneth Hagin said one time he had a vision from Jesus and he had not prospered. And he told the Lord that, Lord, I have not prospered. You told me that if I obey you. And the Lord said, yes, you've been obedient, but you have not been willing. He said, the Lord said, you can read it in his book. He said, you've been obedient, but you have not been willing. You are obeying, but it's not willing. It's not, there's no eagerness and excitement from within. That's the difference between young and old. The younger look more willing, they'll shout, "Amen!" They'll shout, "Whatever!" They look excited. The older look, "Okay, we are, we are, we are listening." Thank you. We've received. We, we've got the message. Got the message. Yes. Amen. So, decide to be willing, and then number two, no number seven, be obedient. You know, at your workplace. If your boss says, do this, eh? try. Right. try. Try hard. Try hard that whatever is said, try to obey it. You know, one of the things that makes me, as a boss in, at work, almost dislike people is when they don't obey something that you've said. You look at missionaries. You know, I went to one town and I told the people, I said, look, this country, this is what they like. So even though in our church, this is how we dress, dress like this. Because that's what the people understand. They didn't do it. So I thought to myself, I didn't tell you to fast. I didn't tell you to pray. I didn't tell you, to, I didn't tell you anything. Only this one thing. I said, that's the one thing you will not do. It. So learn, learn. If your boss says, Do this. It means you take the blame when it's not working. But do it and do it willingly. Do it and do it willingly. Learn it all. Most people don't obey. Exactly what you tell them is exactly what they will not do. Or they will do something different. A slightly variant. A variety. I'm telling you. Ask yourself why our nation is the way it is. Yeah. Ask yourself. A year ago, $1 was six cities. One year later, it is almost three times the price, three times the value, less. It's amazing. Yeah. And you see the prices of everything are going to escalate more. And when the fourth catastrophe comes, then another reason will come for more things. So decide to be willing. All my missionaries who don't prosper, they are not obedient, I'm telling you. When you go into their lives, you see that they are not obedient. Privately, they are not obedient. They are around, but they are not obedient privately. Yeah. So be willing and be obedient. So these are, this is how to manage the opportunity and the money and the wealth wisely. Yes. So when the Lord gave me money to do the church, I built Kolegonon. Yes. I built Kolegonon. Yes, it was a season. I didn't know that it would end. Suddenly, one day, 1998, bling, they came and sacked, sacked us virtually from the place. A new season started. And when the season came, we built the Kodesh. And when it was over, do Healing Jesus Crusade. I went to do crusade. Everything, I'm trying to obey the Lord. The Lord said to me, Feed my sheep. That is why I'm holding camp meetings. Feed my sheep. Try to be obedient right. and try to be willing to the Lord. As, I'm, as you follow the law, it makes you prosper more than if you were doing your own idea. Believe God. It is only disobedience that made Adam and Eve to be cursed that we are here today. They just disobeyed one simple thing. God said, This tree here is my special tree. Don't touch it. That's the, I mean, we have so many trees, and they only took that tree. And that has followed all human beings. When they say this, that's the one that you rather don't do so I believe today God has given us seven keys for the wise management of prosperity yeah if somebody blesses you with 100 CDs manage it wisely don't say, oh, I have 100 CDs I'm going to KFC to finish everything right now I'm finishing everything why don't you just assume you'll never get 100 CDs again and carefully keep it. As for me, when somebody blesses me, I, I always say, I don't know when I'll ever get this blessing. Every, if, you, if you are close to me, you see. Any small thing that I receive, I take it very seriously. I said this is how God will bless me. And I am very, uh, uh, very... Um, Trusting that this is God's blessing for me. I don't try to trivialize it. No matter, no matter what it is, no matter how big, how small. Yeah. So number one is the law of him. Humbly flow with it. Oh, yes. One day an evangelist went to a country and they took offering and the currency is in millions. When, they, the money, when he collected the money, it looked like rubbish to him. So he just gave, so oh, you, 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 all of you take it. And I thought to myself, me, if I go to a country and I do crusade, and I take offering, every single small, whatever, is important to me. I don't come and say, oh, we are using dollars to do this crusade. No, 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 no. I take coins, I take offerings, I take everything. Because I don't know how I'll get money to be here. I don't know how. It's important to me. But this group, uh, maybe they have much more money. Maybe they were from, I don't know which country. They just took the, oh, this and <laughs> they Today that ministry doesn't have money. Yeah. The season has changed. They don't have money. They can't, they don't, they don't even do crusades. Yeah. But they took the money in bags. They just called the person or whoever, and just, oh, this. It's like rubbish. Ah. <laughs> Season of humility. Number one. Be humble. Hmm. Number two, when God blesses you, prioritization. Which one is first? Which one is first? Which one is first? Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Priorities. Number three, law of what? Avoiding debt. No matter what they say, I'm standing by the word of God. The word of God says, oh, no money. It's not, a, a, it's not an economic idea that I'm sharing. I'm not, I'm not an economist. My field is, if at all, medicine. That's all. So the, the economy thinks I, I, I'm not a, an economist. I'm a Bible man. Like I can say Bible. Bible, egg, blood, blood. Avoiding debt. Tell your neighbor, Charlie. You see, if you didn't, if you didn't have a debt, you wouldn't need to exchange the debt. I never heard, I don't even understand that to exchange the debt. How do you exchange a debt? It's beautiful. I, I, mean, I have to, I have to study it. law of what? Emulation. Wow. Follow. Follow prosperous ministries. Many years ago, I will not tell you the name of the ministry, but I went to that ministry and I saw something. And the Lord told me, "Follow this particular example." Mm. Yeah. And I followed it. That's why you see the ministry the way it is. Yeah. Yeah? I will not tell you the name of the ministry. I've never mentioned it. Yeah. But it was a ministry that I saw survive financially. (laughs) Amazing number five the law of seasons yes everybody who has a job how many have a job when I say good job you will raise your hand. so job you have a job raise your hand raise your hand job 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 play, raise your hand it's for a season it's for a season and once you are there maybe there's only one reason why you are there for that season is to get to know somebody not even for your salary so it's to, it's to be known. One day somebody... Do you know that if the president has to appoint 5,000 people? When he becomes a president, he has to appoint 5,000 people. So I'm sure you have to remember all those he knew in school. And those who know somebody who knows somebody. And somebody will remember, Ah, I have somebody who had a good attitude. But if you had a bad attitude, no one will remember you to recommend you as a DZ. Say, is my season number six? The law of a willing attitude be flowing, amen. First, after you see, you are a flowing church, so keep flowing, keep flowing, keep being willing. Yes, and brothers, keep choosing willing sisters. Marry the ones who smile. If they don't smile, don't marry them. Because the serious face you are seeing is the serious face you get in the house. And you get the headmistress uh, spirit. Yes. Turn around and see if anybody is smiling nearby. Abscess, are you smiling? You see the abscess people. I said, you should find somebody smiling. We can see you. They are not smiling. And number seven, the law of obedience. Every curse in the Bible is the curse of disobedience. Every single curse from Adam and Eve, the curse of poverty. And difficult, every single curse is a curse of disobedience. So obey. Children, obey your parents. You will prosper. Your parents will like you and you will prosper. Obey God. Obey what he says. And manage all that you have wisely. No one is ever going to take money You know, I've dreamt of that, Lord. One day somebody will come to me and give me. Here you are. I'm almost 60 years. It hasn't yet happened. I don't think it's going to happen for you either. I'm not cursing you, but I don't think it's going to happen. How many have ever dreamt that one day somebody will come? How many have ever dreamt that one day somebody will come? Somebody will come and say, Here, I don't know why. I don't know what. I don't know why, I just feel, I just feel, I just feel, I just feel that I should give all this to you, wow, every standing, every standing, every standing, One day somebody came to me and told me somebody is going to give me one million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I said, amen. amen. And I believe it hasn't happened, but I believe it will happen. Amen. As somebody somewhere will wake up and come and say, Yes, ten million. I saw that you were doing something for God. I want to bless you. I believe it. Yes. You believe it will happen to you too. And if you are around me when the one million or the whatever million comes. You see, when the bottle is collects the oil, even when you pour all the oil out, there's some left in for the bottle. Yeah. Lift your hands and believe God. There's going to be an improvement in your finances from this message. Yes. Number one. It's what? Humility. Number two, priorities. Yes. Number three, is avoiding debts. Number four, emulation or copying. Oh, yes. Sometimes I look in African countries, I don't know whether the heads of state have met already and decided to copy each other. Hmm. Now, when you travel, you actually wonder whether there has been a meeting to decide that the country should look similar. Hmm? Number seven, number six, number five, number six. The law of seasons. Hey, tell your neighbor who has a good job. I, did you know that it's just for a season? Did you know? Did you know? And number six, the law of a willing attitude. Wow. And number seven, the law of obedience. How many know that when you are playing soccer and you are the star it's for a season? Did you know that? By 30 I hear the World Cup guy. What's his name? The French. Yeah. I hear he earns $1 million for each game. Every game. Or every week. Every week, $1 million. But it's for a season. It's not forever. So he needs also what? Wise management of the money. Yes, Lift your hand. God is giving you wise management of your money and of your life from today Father we give you thanks we give you praise we are grateful for your love your kindness give us the spirit of wisdom we thank you we thank you lay your hands on your head the wisdom is entering you and every prosperity and gift God has given you it will be used wisely for your church, for yourself, for your family, for your nation, wise management of humility, of avoidance of debt, of prioritization, of emulation, of working with seasons, of willingness and obedience. Father, thank you for super wisdom that has entered into our hearts and our lives today. We give you thanks and we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. There are 10 people here who are going to become millionaires soon. <laughs> Receive it in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. And when you become millionaires, you people will not even know that you are a millionaire. Uh, and you will come. And, some of you may get a chance to tell me privately that what God has done is marvelous may you receive this wisdom may you obey this wisdom may you flow in the wisdom of God and receive the supernatural power to receive wealth and manage the wealth in the name of Jesus Christ Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Hallelujah As every head is bowed, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your hand right now. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You want me to pray with you? You want to give your life to God? If you've lifted your hand, come. Come to me here. Come. Come. God bless you. Come running, come running. forgive me for my sins I give my heart to Jesus Christ wash away my sins make me a new person the blood of Jesus thank you Lord in Jesus name please write my name please accept me as your child oh I want you to say please write my name in the book of life from today I give my heart and my life jesus christ i surrender all to jesus thank you lord in jesus name amen god bless you i want you to follow our pastor look look at the pastor here please follow her this way god bless you you may be seated take your holy communion standing please father thank you as we come before the holy body of Jesus Christ let there be healing for us in Jesus name the body of Jesus Christ Blood. May you receive forgiveness. May you receive forgiveness and healing through the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we dedicate this as the blood, the blood of Jesus. The Lord be upon you from today. May you be healed, covered. Now lift your two hands like this, like a fist. May the work of your hands be strengthened, empowered, and blessed. Those of you online, online, Facebook. work of your hands, be strengthened, yeah. empowered, yeah. and blessed. Yeah. May you be filled with wisdom to manage wisely yeah. everything that God is gathering in your direction. Yeah. May God give you a prophetic eye yeah. to see the season you are in, yeah. to know how to prosper and how to manage in the seasons of God. In the name of Jesus. Now receive the wisdom of Joseph. That in a good season, in a season of goodly cows, you will do the right thing. And when the evil day comes, you'll be more than ready. You'll be exempted from famine by the grace of God. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And the Lord give you peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be
0: seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more.